y'all, you guys. What's up, y'all? It is Lady <laughs> in the Street. <laughs> what you laughing at already? Our inch, that that whole way we came on here was totally fucked up. Yeah, a little bit, a little but bit. But hey, it's Lady in the Stud. I'm the lady, and I am the stud. Welcome to this week's episode. We hope everyone is doing well. Happy post holidays and all that jazz and all that shit. How are you doing today? I'm great. I've had a blessed day. I have had a blessed Sunday. It's been peaceful and quiet in our home. We laid around. We didn't do shit today. I watched The Godfather, and I started watching Godfather 2, and then we had to get up and run out. Yeah. But I watched my wife sleep for a couple hours today. My pets have been somewhat, sort of, kind of well-behaved. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of, a little That's bit. That's as good as it's going to get. It, it is. It is. Because one's on medication, and the other one needs to be on some medication. <laughs> the cat's on liquid Prozac. That's where we are with the cat. The cat is on liquid fucking Prozac. Okay, you guys? So, <laughs> it's been that kind of situation. Nonetheless, um, it's, been a, it's been a chill day. So, I'm grateful. I've gotten some laundry done. Uh-huh. I go back to work after being on vacation for a little over a week now. Right. I'm not excited about that, but it, <laughs> it is what it is. It, I'm just grateful that I have a job. That's a good. job to go back to during this pandemic. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that that's income coming in. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm not relying upon the government. So I'm I'm blessed and grateful. Sorry if y'all hear background noise. Our dishwasher is running because we're a regular as household. Um, <laughs> in this house. Uh, so we don't have a special studio and shit. None of that shit. Um, y'all gonna get our household stuff as as is needed. Absolutely. Um, but did you have a good holiday? You made my my crema. You made my Christmas as you normally do. Super special. Let me tell y'all about my wife got me for Christmas. She got me a keyboard because she knows I want to take piano lessons again. I'm super hype about that shit. She got me a doughboy chain. Okay, a it's chain. It, I call it. A, it's a Cuban link chain. That motherfucker's hard. It's cold as shit. She got me that. She got me some Gucci sunglasses because you know she's my wife. And you got me some cologne, the Versace cologne, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I got my wife an elliptical because she doesn't like the exercise bike anymore. So I got her an elliptical. Oh, I got and, you that workout home gym. Oh, in the workout home gym. She got me that that I still have to put together. And then um I got her a Bose speaker and she has another gift coming after Christmas, but I'm not gonna tell her what it is. She thinks she's slick, but she's not. And I'm trying to get it out of me and shit. But it's post Christmas. I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn. I gave you your gifts on Christmas Eve at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And your point? It's after Christmas. I, I am not going to tell you. That's just why I'm not you. telling you about your 50th birthday party. That's okay. Don't tell me, then. Yeah, I'm not giving you one hint. Leave it as a surprise. Look, he's trying to come get his toy. Our pit bull stole our cat's toy, and she's being childish about it because he's taking toys from her. And these two are the pettiest ass fucking pets <laughs> on the face of the fucking planet. Okay, the right and she's chewing on it and shit in front it's of him. Drenched in pit bulls. Yeah, it's nasty now. It's nasty. So they childish as fuck. And she's older. She's like five years old. Caden ain't even one yet. He's acting more much, but he's on medication, so yeah, that don't right. really count. That doesn't count. I swear to God, the cat's on liquid Prozac. Yeah, I think I'm joking. No, we we talked about this last episode. I, I did we? Yeah, like he's legit on Prozac. Yeah, dead ass. And we have to mix it in with his food and shit. And he's so chill now. It's, you know, with the exception of when he start playing and everything, he, it's, it's a blessing. Thank God for chemists. Um, <laughs> so, baby, what about your holiday? How was your holiday? I had a good holiday. I mean, considering everything that's going on, the fact that we're both here. Yeah. We're both healthy. Yeah. Um, my mom is healthy. Your, yeah. your daughters are healthy. Like, yeah. No one 
uh, we haven't been devastated by the pandemic. Not. Knock on wood. I mean, I, we've lost, lost some family members. Yeah, but it hasn't been complete devastation. Like, this pandemic hit people in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just with people dying, but like you said, the loss of income. Yeah. Um, the loss of stability, you know, eviction notices and shit getting yeah. put out. Yeah. And the fact that we haven't. So, this holiday, um, I was just grateful to be healthy and that we're not in that situation um grateful you know for my business blowing like it is yeah and uh you being able to work from home you know has been tremendous a big tremendous thing. listen y'all let me tell y'all what Sarah tried to do okay <laughs> what let what me let me let me get past all this bullshit well, why gotta be okay? bullshit because it's good news god damn it why this bullshit you're so full of shit so stud decides that stud wants to get a second job which i'm fine with she loves Ralph Lauren, so it's Ralph Lauren, right? Ralph Lauren. Whatever. Not Ralph. Whatever. Okay. You, they know what, the, what I meant. All right. You know, I can't stand. <laughs> so, we're, I'm thinking about it one day, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, they're calling her for, to come in, and she's like, yeah, I got to go in and go for an interview. And I'm like, is this on in person or in the store? And she's like, oh, it's in the store. And I was like, oh, so are they busy? Or and she said, yeah, surprisingly, they're busy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. So you gonna stay at home from one job but take your monkey ass I have to stay at home into a fucking cesspool. They didn't give us an option to stay at the office. Because it's a goddamn pandemic. But I can't sell Ralph Lauren from home. Uh they do have customer care. They have online stop shopping. Well, that's not the position that I applied for. Well, listen, they're gonna have to find another person to put in that COVID lemonade because it ain't gonna be you. <laughs> It ain't gonna be you. I would, when it finally dawned on me, and she was like, "Yeah, surprisingly, they're busy this time." And I said, "Oh hell no, you are not working it. I don't care. Get a second job, but it has to be somewhere that keeps you protected. Because if you're protected, I'm protected." And so I had to hammer down. But she tried it, y'all. She. I really, I really just wanted to get a second job to get some second income coming in. We've got some things in 2021 that we're trying to accomplish that we want to get done: surgeries, the baby. Um, you, we want, we want to get our own home, like get out of the apartment living, buying a brand new car. And I'm not saying that that second income was going to supply all those things, but it's definitely going to help combine with my first income. And so I love Ralph Lauren. So it was a win-win for me. I think it was more so that she loves Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Again, it, I do, it, it, but it was a win-win for me because it was the income. And then also too, the discount was going to be major. All right. Listen, and by I had she got done shopping, y'all. That check will be gone. That's not okay. true. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. I, and I got a homeboy who works there. Um, shout out to Joe who works there, who really tried to get me on. And so I kept trying to connect with the manager to come in for an interview, but him and I kept missing one another. We were playing phone tag. Like, his switches wasn't meant to be right now, is how I put it, is what I decided. And so my wife was like, you damn right. It wasn't meant to be. You, you're not getting ready to go work at a retail store around hundreds of people and think that you're going to... The people there, don't, Joe don't have it. I'm not Joe's woman. It, I don't give a fuck what Joe don't uh, have. All right, God damn it. All right. <laughs> God damn it, shit. So my wife put the foot, put her foot down and was like, nah, babe, I don't think so. And it's not like we're going without. We're, we have, again, like my wife said, we have been truly blessed during this pandemic. We have lacked nothing. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'm looking for an opportunity, a remote opportunity at home part time is what I'm or looking for. Or something like, like we discussed, like if you did like something you could draw, you could do your own, like how you was going to do the Amazon thing. Yeah. Like flex or whatever it was called. Um, something where you can at least protect yourself more. I just don't have faith 
in businesses right now uh-huh. <laughs> because I feel like their main concern is money. It is. And it's like, you're not going to put my wife on the front line. Yeah. That's what you're not going to do. Yeah. Because if she catch it, guess who's going up to fucking Ralph Lauren? I'm wrecking <laughs> all that shit. So, there's that. Oh, you just had to bring that shit up. Thanks, babe. I, I did. No, I don't touch me. Don't, don't touch so, me. So, <laughs> before we get started into our weekly rambles, um, we had an email sent to us. We're going to hit this shit first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just getting ready to get in the shower. Okay. I was sitting on... Do you want to read it? No, I was sitting on the I was sitting on the toilet. I was reading my phone in my phone. Check my email, right? Because that's what I do before I get into the shower. And I happened to see this email came in f- from Lady in the Sud. I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> okay, what is this? We get the most random email. I swear to God, but we love emails from you guys. Just so you know, that's our shit that we appreciate it, and we appreciate this young lady writing in. Yes. about her situation her situation we're not gonna even call it a dilemma and th- the first thing she said was i think i know what i'm gonna say y'all gonna say about the situation but i'm gonna ask anyway let me address that sis if you know what we're gonna say <laughs> don't finish that email her name is her name is janet okay that's what so the email just, says we're just gonna say janet okay um so the subject is i need advice um okay so the first few lines confused me so if i start stuttering i can read god damn it it just confused me a little uh, bit and my wife is gonna read the email what she wrote in to us okay go ahead. so this is the email so i'll start by saying i'm pretty sure i know both of your responses to this issue but i'm going to ask anyway long story as short as i can make it i have a friend who has a sister his sister has a husband and three children We've known each other for the better part of 10 years. Well, lately, there's been a lot of back and forth flirting between us. Um, her brother kept t- keeps telling me about her talking about me a lot. Um, I know for a fact, after I went to his aunt's house for Christmas, she said something slick when her brother took a picture of her on my snap and said he posted on my story. I said no. And she says, yeah, you can't show you. Could, yeah, because you can't have the white girl on her story. I'm assuming this chick is white. Let's assume that. Okay, yeah. All right. I can tell she wants something, so the tension is definitely there, and I know that it will only be something sexual for both parties. My question is, what do I do? I'm single and willing, as trash as that sounds, and she's coming to me. I know there's issues or whatever in her marriage, and I know... She's coming to me to explore something, not really explore because she's been to this side before. It's purely physical and that's understood. I just don't know if I can say no. She's coming to me for something that I'm able to give her with no screens and maybe it's just to make her feel good for the moment. She deserves that much. I'm so torn because I know it's wrong. I really do understand. I just need some need to hear another opinion. End of the email. That's the end of the email. And also, too, our cat is playing in the kitchen tree, and he about to get his ass beat. Katie, get out that damn tree. Get out of it. Here, babe. Okay. All right. There he goes. All right. He knows when he fucks up. Once he starts yelling, something about my wife's voice that scares the shit out of our cat. He don't respect my voice at all. I guess it's too high. But my wife hits that deep voice, and he be like, fuck it. I'm going to just... <laughs> Callie, can you move, baby? Get, get down, Callie. Because we, we working. Down. Thank you. You just make yourself at home, Anywhere. girl. Anywhere. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to let my wife begin with her response. So we, we've come to a couple of conclusions <laughs> about this email. Baby, bring that email up again, please. All right. Okay. My lovely and, and beautiful assistant, uh, the lady, is going to bring up this email. All right. So here I have some concerns about the three of y'all. 
My first concern is with this young lady, Janet, who wrote in. Sweetheart, um, if you knew what we was going to say. Why you why you send us this email, baby girl? Why why you do that? Here's I don't care. Here, you you pointed out a couple of things. One, this young lady is married. Now, if you know the lady and the lady and I, the way you think you thought you might know us, you know we're gonna protect the sanctities of marriage. Yeah, we are. We're gonna do that because listen, we are not at a place in our life where we look we look at a piece of ass and be like, shit, go for it. <laughs> I I would tap the fuck out of it. We're not at that place. Yeah, we and we. We're not in that space. We're not. We are a married couple. We are faithful to one another. We believe in the sanctities of marriage and we love each other. So my first reaction to you is like, girl, fuck that shit. Don't do that shit. Don't do that, sis. Don't, 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 don't make that soul tie with somebody who's married. Okay. That's, that's number one. Here's the other thing. I don't care how long y'all have known one another. You had mentioned that y'all, y'all had known one another for the better part of 10 years. Correct. Y'all y'all i mean that's y'all have that's <laughs> mid-east that's midwest that's midwestern for did y'all have i did y'all oh, okay yeah you all have known one another for the better part of 10 years i don't give a fuck if y'all had known one another for the better part of 10 minutes i don't care uh that the time that y'all have known one another should be a f- something that you would factor into consider to protect. yeah as a form of protection not as an allowance right as, or as an excuse to sleep with somebody who doesn't belong to you. Oh, say it again. She she does not belong to you. Say it again. She does not belong to you. Okay. And, and, and speaking of her not belonging to you, you mentioned in your email what she deserves. She deserves that much were your words exactly. That's not your place to determine what this young lady deserves no. because you're not the person that her soul is tied to. She doesn't belong to you, so it's not your responsibility or your obligation to determine what she does. Regardless of what she's going through in her marriage with her husband, and they have three kids. My wife brought up a very valid point that that's a ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. That causes so much disturbance, not just in her marriage and in your so-called relationship as friends but also too it could also too affect the kids in a way that you may not know and i know you think you just have well how would it affect the kids i'm oh, not sleeping i'm not sleeping with the kids you girl. don't know what kind of reaction that could have between those two individuals by you sleeping with her right and then it, it could cause a, a riff in their marriage and then that riff then affects the kid okay. the, the kids it's a ripple effect right because in some weird way, we're all kind of tied to one another in some weird way, but not when your soul is tied to someone through sex, right? We want to, we want to, I really want you to take a moment and think about that. Here's the other thing. The other point that I made to my God, wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the, here's the thing that the other point that I made to my wife when we had this conversation, what kind of fucked up friendship do y'all have? What kind of, and I'm only saying this, Janet, because I've been there, right? I've been in this space that you're in. Literally. Legit. Legit. In in my early life, before I was the wise old stud that I am right now, I have been in this space, and it's a fucked up, toxic relationship that you have when you're thinking about sleeping with a friend. That's not what friendships are supposed to be. That's not what friendships are supposed to be. If she's flirting with you, that's not a friendship, right? 
Um, and I don't, again, I'll reiterate, I don't care how long you guys have known one another for 10 years. Why is she comfortable crossing that boundary with you? Is it because you've made her comfortable in that space? Is she taking advantage of the relationship as friends to come to cross that boundary and come to you and say, you know, in her own little flirty way, I want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? I like you. I think you're attractive. And so what if she does? That's not a friendship. That's not the kind of relationship that you two are supposed to have. And also, too, if you're truly friends with her husband, is that something that you want to do to him? I want you to really think about this email that you sent out, because in the words of my wife, make it make sense. Make it make sense. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give you give you over to the lady because I'm about to beat my cat's ass here, baby. Here. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Uh-huh. She Stella just gave that so eloquently. I'm really appreciative of that. She's oh, she hit a lot of the notes I wanted to say, oh, but yeah. I'm <laughs> she's getting in on our cat, y'all. Leave the damn tree <laughs> I know y'all can hear. It. I done told, and don't be sniffing my finger because I'm disciplining you right now. Okay, I done told you about fucking with I- this tree. Pause for the cause. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Mama done told you about fucking with this tree. Boy, don't you get my damn finger. Yeah, are y'all done? Are y'all done? Okay. He's going to bed. Bye bye, Kaden. I love you. All right. Okay, so Janice, sweetheart, let's begin with and I'm not gonna take up too much more of your time because Stud really gave you a, a general rundown of what I felt as well. Um I always want people to remember the after. Mm-hmm. Before you get into something, you should always have discernment to think of what's the after. What does this after look like? Yeah. Because after y'all fuck, yeah. she still goes home to her husband. And her three kids. And her three kids. So let's say they mend whatever tension they're having, whatever issues they're having. And they're on the up and up. But, you know, yeah, it was purely physical, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But now the purity of your friendship is now tainted. Come on. And so now there's awkwardness with y'all. Come on. And it don't even have to be you like, oh, no, it ain't going to be awkward with me. It could be awkward with your friend. Yeah. Because now she has some guilt associated with you. And now you become the person who she projects that guilt onto because you are the other person. And so now that's when it becomes awkward where you might have been able to go over there and hang out with them and their kids and, you know, Fourth of July and shit, do all kind of friendship. And all of a sudden there's a there's a natural opposition toward you. Mm-hmm. There's resistance towards you. Come on, you. lady. Come on. You know, this is the uh, the after effect. You got to think past the nothing. OK, you got to think past the orgasm, the physical attraction. You got to think past the physical attraction. What does the after look like? And is it worth losing your friend? If, in fact, that's what she is. If that is, in fact, what she is. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't think about none of that shit when I was in that same situation. And I'm glad you pointed out that you have been in that situation. I have. I didn't think about none of that shit. I thought about the physical. And I'm going to tell you right now, the decision that I made to take that step changed my life for the rest of my life. Literally. Yeah. We were we were talking about um, at Thanksgiving with my wife and some of her good friends that what if this life that we're in is a simulation right right and in the simulation you make a decision (laughs) that with the character or the avatar that you have that changes the course of that avatar's life for the rest of their life Mm -hmm. that's literally what that decision did for me Mm -hmm. change the course of my life for the rest of my life how old were you i was 20 22 21 and how long were you friends with your friend at that time Uh, we had been friends since we were 17 and are y'all still friends now? No. 
Absolutely positive. How long after that situation did the friendship end? Um, it was, it, it became much, it became rocky shortly after. Okay. Um, we reconnected, uh, and we shouldn't have in a sexual way, in a friendship sexual way. And, uh, for a couple of years and we tried to make it work as a friendship for a little while after that, but it, it didn't, it was bad. It, it was real bad. And, and, and had I not made that decision, um, my life would be very different. I'll be honest. It would be very, if very different right now. Uh, and I can't take that mistake. I can't take that mistake back. Mm-hmm. I can't take the act back, mm-hmm. of course, obviously. But the advice that Lady and I are trying to give you is think about these decisions before you make them. Yeah. Stop thinking that there's not going to be an after effect when you make these type of life changing decisions and you're just out here tying your soul to anybody. I told my wife when we first read your letter, um, you know, this is like walking in all white and you see a muddy ass puddle in front of you and you're like, who should I avoid it or should I jump in and see what happens? You got on this beautiful white suit. And this is you. I think I'm going to jump in and Mm -hmm. see what happens. And you're going to get, you're going to get fucking dirty. Okay. Avoid the mess. Avoid the mess. Yes. Avoid the messiness yes. of what you're about to walk into. Mm-hmm. When you get older, you're supposed to use some discernment. You know, you're not supposed to be as reactive to things. And this seems like some shit that's about to happen because A, you're bored. And B, she needs someone to console her in a way that her husband's not. Oh, baby. So I'm going to just go ahead and hit Ooh, you with that. Oh, baby. I'm just saying. Oh. What? Oh. What? Say it again. She, she needs somebody to console her. In a way that her husband's not. In a way that her husband... Babe! what I do? I am going to tell the Lord on you. <laughs> I am, when I have... The next time I talk to Jesus, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Jesus, I got something to tell you. Let me tell you what my wife said. Okay? You are so silly. I'm just saying. That was so... She needs you to console her mm-hmm. in a way that her husband mm-hmm. is not. Blessed is she. You know what? Don't do it. Don't do Jeez. it. Stud, don't do it. <laughs> that, that, that was powerful, Nick. And that, the thing is, is that, that, that was heavy. That was heavy. In the midst of that, like you said, this is purely physical. She's also not thinking of you. This is a purely selfish act. Yeah. On both ends. So if you were to go through it, this is you being selfish. If she goes through it, this is her being selfish. Thoughtless. And thoughtless. And here's the thing. Once shit gets back straight between her and her man. hmm Oh, you're going to fade to black. That just is what it is. And now you're going to... And the natural effect of that is there's going to be some resentment that builds up. There is some animosity. There's some animosity Mm -hmm. that builds up. Like, hold on. I didn't ask for this. Like you said, she came to you. Yeah, yeah. What was your... Did the person come to you? Absolutely. Stud was... Stud person came to her. Absolutely. And presented a situation. I never would have felt comfortable crossing that line. Coming to that person and being like, hey, I want to sleep with you and your husband or you and your fiance. Because they weren't even married at the time. Mm-hmm. But they were engaged. Mm-hmm. And I, even if they weren't, they were still a couple. Mm-hmm. So they are off limits. Mm-hmm. Because I was someone who was single mm-hmm. at that time of my life. Mm-hmm. So as a, even just as a couple in general, my first thought is not, man, she fine as fuck. I want to fuck her. Mm-hmm. She got a whole man in her life, right? 
And I don't care if she had dipped in the sauce or double dipped or crossed over to this side of the rainbow. I don't fucking know whatever analogy you might have used, baby girl. But as my friend and as somebody who was in a relationship already, she was off limits to me. Mm-hmm. Period. So I, ne- I never was bold. I wasn't someone who was bold enough to cross that boundary. But also, too, I'm someone who was decent. Mm-hmm. And I have morals. And I thought about her. I thought about him and how not okay that, like, what kind of person would that make me crossing that boundary? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about that shit now. Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of person would that have made me to cross that boundary? And how bold would I have been Mm -hmm. to come to her and say, can I have sex with you and your husband? Or can I have sex with you outside of your husband? I mean, we friends. We've been friends for a long time. We've been friends since we was teenagers and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, is that is that cool? Fuck no. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. You know? How is she comfortable crossing that boundary? Right. That's bold. To to even flirt. And here's the thing. Her- she, what does she think of you? Yeah. How much does she think of you to think that that's even okay? To come to you and ask you. And here's my thing. If y'all never crossed the line before... What does she think just because she got a pussy that you want to take it? Pussy is everywhere. Like, what does she assume lesbians just want? Any vagina? We don't have standards? Like, I can tell you what. I've never thought of fucking any of my friends. Ew. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm so glad. I love you, babe. I love Shut you. Up. Nasty. I'm so glad. I've never thought about fucking any of my friends just because it's just a line. And I've had a friend who literally walked around my hotel room naked one time. Uh, I didn't know that at the time, y'all. Just so you know. <laughs> And they was in a whole nother motherfucking country. But had I known that at the time that she was walking around whole ass butt naked, my wife would have got another hotel room. I'm just going to. She was just comfortable with me, I guess. But I never like looked at it like that. It was just like, okay, she's free with her body. Okay, that's cool. I just went back in my phone. Like, okay, let me text my wife and just ask what she doing. Right. I mean, we weren't even married. Yeah, we were dating still. We, we, we were, were still, in a relationship. We, we were in a relationship at the time, but we were still a couple. Yeah. We were still, and I know girls do girl shit. Yeah. Like, I don't have any friends, but if I did, I'm not walking around them motherfuckers <laughs> naked. That's not shit that studs do. That's not shit we supposed to do. That shit's no. That's not That's not shit we gonna do. Nigga, first of all, you need your own motherfucking hotel room. We gonna start right. there. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna sleep in the same room as your rusty ankle motherfucking ass. Okay? Rusty ankle. I'm just simply saying. I, no, we not sharing a room. Get your own motherfucking hotel room. So we definitely ain't gonna be walking around one another naked or in our drawers. No. So that's something that y'all girls do and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But... There, there's certain boundaries. but even in that situation yeah. i did it wasn't like oh wow she's got a nice ass she got big titties like no, no. i didn't even look at them sure you didn't i didn't like it's okay babe i didn't look it's, it's fine i didn't look i mean it's okay i didn't but anyway what i'm saying <laughs> is is that it was just it's, it's a boundary that as my friend and she was my friend we didn't you know you just you just don't do that like you just ain't this some type of fucking girl call or something? yeah it's like a girl and the thing is is that you your friend should also be a safe space for you absolutely come on baby give it give it to them straight your friendship should no be a safe space chase. come on and by her creating tension and you feeding into the fuck shit because that's what you're doing mm-hmm. 
y'all are taking away the safe space within y'all friendship. Yeah. To where even if y'all were to fuck one time and shit get right with between her and her husband, and y'all try to go back to being friendship, y'all now have a weird space. It's not going to be a safe space anymore. Yeah. Because it's going to be awkward sexual tension. Like, isn't there supposed to be a sanctity in yes. friendships? Yeah. Isn't there, isn't, like, if you're truly friends, and I think sometimes friendship or being good friends is a word that's, it's, it's a, it's something that's taken for granted. I agree. People don't take it seriously anymore. So, it, my wife and I are from two different generations. Right. Um, I was good friends to people and they weren't good friends. They weren't good friends to me. And ditto. Same here. Yeah. I I realize that now that Mm -hmm. I was a true friend to a lot of people who weren't, I understood what truth would have meant to be true friends, Mm -hmm. solid motherfuckers who you supposed to be there for, who you supposed to have they back. You know what I'm saying? You'll fight for these motherfuckers, all kind of shit, right? Mm -hmm. You going to, you going to stand up for your people. But I didn't, I didn't get that in return. Mm-hmm. And some people know what it means to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And some people don't. Some people aren't. Right. If you are in a relationship or in a friendship with somebody who you're friends with, more, if you're a better friend to them than they are to you, reevaluate the friendship. Yes, sir. It's time for you to really. And here's the thing. It's not really a loss. It if you not. decide to cut that relationship loose. Mm-hmm. Because... It's it's you had mentioned earlier. We're going to rant about friendships now. We're we're pulling away from your story, but we'll make it come back. I mean, together. it's going to come full circle. Yeah. But when we were in the car earlier, you had said something about don't stay in the relationship just because you benefit from it. Right? Didn't you mention that? Yes. That 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 was such a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, even with friendships, people stay in those mm-hmm. friendships. Be, the only reason why they stay in those friendships is because in some way they benefit yeah. from the that friendship. friendship. Yeah, It's not, I'm friends with this person because, <coughs> excuse me, I'm friends with this person because I care for this person. This person, this person really gets me. This is my person. Right. Right. I can trust this person. I'm safe with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's because this motherfucker got a car. Whenever I need $20, they always there. They always got food to eat. I know if something happened to me, they're going to look out for me and take care yeah. of me. They, they're my fall guy in case something happens. They're my net. Yeah. And they so, catch me yeah. when I fall. That's not... A what, friendship. That's not, that's yeah. not what friendship is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So some of these relationships, some of these friendships y'all are in, y'all really need to, benef- y'all really need to, to reevaluate what the friendship is Is it about. a friendship or is it transactional? Come on transaction this is why i fuck with you heavy the way i mean outside of the fact that i gave you my last name and we married i'm gonna get you pregnant i fuck with you man why is it a friendship or is it transactional Nigga. it's a lot of transactional associate people who are mislabeling friendships when it's transactional you know they get it is it's the thing they get from it and it's not it has nothing to do with the friendship it's a benefit yeah and recognizing that like with your situation janet i'm gonna be honest i i feel since she's the one even if you feel those things toward her yeah she's less of a friend toward you because the fact that a you're saying oh it'll be purely physical why would she even involve you in that mess yeah because say her husband finds out mm-hmm. let's what talk he, about that part what if he comes after you what if he comes after you and let me just mention her brother oh god there we go yeah what kind of what kind of 
motherfucker is this running back? His, he's having conversations with his sister about you. So his sister is confiding in him mm-hmm. about you. It's a whole lot of betrayal and backstabbing in this fucking circle. Uh, it is. I'm going to need you to get out of this situation. Just get baby. out. Go. Listen, Go. <laughs> he's, he's having, his sister is confiding in him about things that she thinks or feels about you. Mm-hmm. Right? And then he comes to you and tells you these things. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is instigator. He is. He has feminine traits. Okay. I'm not going to call him the word, but it rhymes with snitch. <laughs> I'm not. And I okay. can't. And I won't. Okay. It rhymes with ditch. Pitch. Itch. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. But it's so messy. So I would advise you to avoid this situation. Go find you somebody else to fuck on. Yeah. Somebody single. It's a whole lot of single pussy out here. It's a whole lot of single pussy out here. Somebody that... If they husband find out, they're not going to knock your fucking head off. Maybe you should take some time and, and detach from the relationship. I would say so. Just a little. We're not saying like, and if the, and if she reaches out, she's like, you ain't been around lately. You know, is there something wrong? That if one, detaching yourself from the relationship or the friendship for a little bit gives you the opportunity, one, to reevaluate the friendship. Mm-hmm. Also, too. It gives you that. But also, too, it gives you the the chance to sit with yourself and ask yourself, self, for yourself to say, hmm. Why, why is she comfortable coming to me asking me uh, or why is she comfortable flirting with me? Why does she see me as someone she has access to in that way? Mm-hmm. What is it about me and the relationship that makes her comfortable in that space? Yeah. A- am I am I giving her am I giving her that vibe? Am I sending her letting her know that I'm attracted to her too? And mm-hmm. what what is your where, where are you accountable? In this, Janet, yeah, right? Ask, okay. sit, sit with yourself for just a moment and ask yourself that. And whatever conclusion you come to is going to be the conclusion that you come to, regardless of what the lady and I have said today. But understand that, one, the relationship is toxic. It is. Yeah, this friend, yeah, this whole it's, situation is toxic. It's toxic. But... It's, it's, it's dysfunctional and it's unhealthy. Yeah. And two... And there's no boundaries with this think shit. Think more of yourself. Yeah. You're more than some ass. It's pussy everywhere. You're a person. You have feelings. Listen, <laughs> it's pussy everywhere. Yeah. It's pussy and ass and titties and, 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 and eyeballs and that. toes to suck and all those wonderful things on a single human being who wants to explore something more with you or explore something only physical with only you yeah. without putting you in what could potentially be a dangerous situation. Girl. Right. And also too, someone who isn't going to take advantage and manipulate you physically or or emotionally. It sounds like homegirl already assumed the victim set, the victim mindset, like you're saying, like, just to make her feel better and feel good. So it makes me feel like homegirl is like, I'm just being beat down by my marriage. (laughs) Bitch, get some counseling. But you still there? Ain't that it? You but still, you still there. You still there. Well, and don't I don't want to hear no bullshit about how she doing it for the kids. Well, they got kids. Listen, sometimes it's best for the kids when those two toxic people leave s- separate each other. Because now they're not putting their children in a toxic situation anymore. So that's not your responsibility. Yeah. And just to summarize and reiterate, you, it's not your responsibility to determine what she deserves. Mm-mm. She doesn't belong to you, so that's not your place. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, I'm going to need you to think a little bit more about yourself. It's time for some self-care, Janet. It might be time for some therapy. 
Maybe get a facial, get your toes, nails, and feet done, get your hair done. You know what I'm saying? Have somebody love on you that you can take out on a date and not worry about her husband coming Or take you. you out on a date. Yeah, that, that you ain't got to worry about her husband seeing that one to go upside your head. Some shit getting back to somebody else. that's messy. Even if you're not even concerned about that, the bottom line is, is that don't put yourself in situations or circumstances where you might have to pull yourself out of. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I'm raising so you, my hand. In a negative way. Do you have your hand up? Yes, I do. Um, You, lady. I'll choose. Also, oh, go ahead. let's not put ourselves in situations where others can paint us as the bad guy. My God. Because that's what's going to fucking happen. My. I don't care how long you think y'all been friends. Well, listen, I'm the, the sh- bad guy. I'm the bad guy. In, in, in stud situations, she has been the bad guy since it happened. Since it happened. It, let me, and let me tell you how I've been painted as the bad guy. I'm painted as the bad guy because... Uh, I wanted him. Mm-hmm. That's how people viewed me. I was somebody, I was that girlfriend that wanted her man. Mm-hmm. Bitch! No. I never wanted that nigga. That nigga wanted me. Mm-hmm. He came to her and asked her to come to me. So the three of us, because listen, all I'm saying is without putting my business out there. <laughs> it looks amazing. Is that I've, I've been painted as the bad guy for more than, I don't know, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. They don't. And, they'll, and they may never know. Mm-hmm. But you know who does know? You. Me, Him. that bitch, and that nigga. And God. And God. Yeah. And I'm going to be accountable. I'm, listen, I'm a grown woman. Where I lay my head, I can surely get my ass up from. Mm-hmm. I'm grown as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I can, claim, I can claim what I did in it. And and how I did it, where I did it at, and own my part in it as a grown motherfucking woman. Mm-hmm. But them two motherfuckers to this day, oh, yeah, still yeah. have not. You don't want to get painted as the bad guy. You don't want to be painted as the the bad guy because when they tell the story, they are always gonna put themselves Woo! on the position to look better. Woo! <laughs> you never give somebody the don't give the, them the, the crayon mm-hmm. to paint you bad. The, yeah. The paint. You don't give them the paintbrush. Mm-mm. And that's what you about to do. You about to hand over the paintbrush and the paint and the motherfucking easel. And you're going to let them paint you however they want others to see you. And people going to believe them before they believe you. Because they're a happy couple. They've yeah. been together 10 years. I've known and, them for a long time. And they have three little babies. What? You know. You know, she's never. You know, you don't just wake up I gay. Should. You know, she's <laughs> never been to that thing. You know. <laughs> sound like something she would do <laughs> i mean you don't you know once you have the real thing i mean what could she really do what would she even want with her when she got a man like i mean that? i had a vibrator once but it's not the same it's not even the same thing it's not. like why would she want something fake when she got that motherfucker i at mean home? surely i mean tom is pretty hot you know he's just... <laughs> <laughs> we ain't shit we're not laughing at you we're, we're not. not we're, we're laughing we're at not. the situation the conversation yeah, around it yeah um but don't do it don't set yourself up for failure like this girl go find you somebody single and available with available pussy and they are sure about who they are sexually. Right. Because also your homegirl might be in the closet. That's right. another fucking problem. She's having some R. Kelly issues. She doesn't know who she is. Yeah. And it's not your job to help her identify. It's not. It is not your burden. Mm-mm. Don't you carry that bitch burden? Mm-mm. Why we done took up the whole segment she talking done, about her? She done put a whole lot off on this young lady. She, her so-called friend? Yeah. Done put a whole lot of responsibility on this little girl. Girl, you can't be me. I'd be like, I'll fight you. I will I, fight I, you. If I was in my right mind, which clearly I was not at that age. Again, I was 21, 22. I was young, dumb, and literally full of cum. Stud, but, this is a whole nother era she was in. Stud is I'm, stepping into her 49th year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, it, this was my, this was, I was in, I was in a whole nother place in my life at this time. But listen, 
I would have looked at her motherfucking ass and been like, what kind of fucking friend are you? To even come to me and ask me some shit like that. How much do you think of me as a person, as a woman, and as your best friend that you are comfortable coming to me asking me to do this shit? Like, are you fucking serious right mm-hmm. now? Like, I would I would have, if I was in my right mind and I really understood what was being asked of me, I would have been 100% offended. Mm-hmm. Dead motherfucking ass. That may be why you have so much, like, hostility towards them now. It's, it's like a retroactive. It ain't no May. It may like, be. It's it is the twenty one year olds. You didn't know how to handle that situation, so you I didn't walk- even know how to have that conversation at that age. Right. So you walked into the situation. You walked into the puddle. I did, and it was deeper than you fucking thought. It was. It wasn't a puddle. It was a fucking sinkhole. Is what yeah. it was, <laughs> and that's what it's been since I made that life changing, life altering decision. Mm-hmm. It literally altered. My life. Mm-hmm. Making that choice. Making that decision. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. That's my point. So the we're going to say is just don't do it. There. In summation, don't do it. Okay, Janet? Moving on. Don't you email us again talking about what well, we did it and now what? Girl. <laughs> don't do it, girl. Girl, I'm not going to do it. I did it. Bitch, don't you do that shit, bitch. Don't you. This is the story, bitch. Don't you do that shit. Don't do it. Leave it alone. Listen, look at her. Think of her pussy as toxic, okay? Uh, as a as a vat of acid. Just <laughs> that you want to delve into. It's going to eat your face off, bitch. It's a Venus flytrap pussy, okay? <laughs> you don't want that pussy, okay? Bad pussy. Don't want it's toxic. Bad pussy. It, it closes up and it's If sucks there was a difference between if there was a difference every if there was ever good pussy and bad pussy, this is bad pussy. You remember in Willy Wonka when the kids got on a scale and they said if it was a good egg or yeah. a bad egg? Yeah, this, this is, is b- bad, bad egg. Bad egg okay? <laughs> and like she said, take a break from the friendship. Yeah. I would suggest literally detaction because you gotta get your own tits to calm down. Your tits are a little too hot for your friend. I don't know what you're going you, I don't know what you're going through if you've been looking at this bitch like this but you need to calm down and go masturbate in the corner for a while somewhere and and just detach from her because you are too emotionally involved and and, and intertwined in her marriage now to talk about what you think she deserves the fact that you're trying to if you think it's your responsibility girl that's why i said she's too emotionally involved and she deserves that much how the fuck would you know you, you, you don't know how the fuck would you know what she deserves you don't know that's not your place it is not you're crossing the line you're a habitual you line crosser I hate you. I hate you too. Okay. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Yeah. Let's, more. Talk, let's talk about y'all's president. We talk about him every week. I'm tired I hate of him. That motherfucker. I'm tired of him. No, let's talk about this bomber. We're gonna talk about him, but let's talk about this raggedy ass bitch ass six hundred motherfucking dollars. It's so ghetto. I hate Motherfuckers it in Canada are getting two stacks a month. On top of what you already make, we're supposed to be the richest country in the world. Listen, they have lied to us. Santa Claus ain't real. We're going to start there. Okay. The Easter Bunny ain't real. All right. Mm -hmm. The United States ain't shit. There we go. I've been said that. When I started traveling abroad, I would come back and tell people America ain't shit. And they would look at me like I was crazy. And I'd be like, listen, I've traveled the seven seas. I've traveled. We as a people have not revolted against our own government. Because we're content. Well, they're content. They're comfortable. They and have they've us been brainwashed. brainwashed. Jinx, you owe me something. You owe me a margarita. I owe you some ass, and I'll gladly give it to you. Y'all pay up. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> <see>. <laughs> we nasty. Anyway, um, 
We've we, we been brainwashed into believing that they care about our benefit. All I want to say care. is that they don't really care about us. <laughs> Listen, they don't. They don't care about us at all. <laughs> Are you telling me that we in a whole motherfucking pandemic and all we got was $1,800? Because uh, Trump signed that fucking bill. He, sh- he signed it today, breaking news. Um, for 600 for raggedy, raggedy motherfucking dollars. dollars. Um, now I'm not gonna say I'm gonna send mine back because I'm not. But what I am saying is, is that that's a whole lot of fucking bullshit for people who are behind in rent by three months, like Christmas night dealing with those people who didn't have groceries. Yeah. Um, My wife did a tarathon, right? She's not gonna brag about herself, and I love her for her for her humbleness. But she did a tarothon. That's like a marathon where she just reads tarot. She did it for like four or five hours. Raised over six hundred dollars to feed families who didn't have groceries for some of these single mothers out here who didn't have groceries. They couldn't feed their families. She sent them like e-cards for grocery stores and shit so they could buy groceries and feed their families by doing this tarothon. And our own fucking government doesn't have the decency, the decent, the human decency to look out for the American people, even if it's a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Per person, two thousand per household, mm-hmm. six hundred raggedy fucking dollars. So we've got we've received a total of eighteen hundred. Where are our taxes going? And we're the highest hit nation from COVID. You know the right now with the amount of deaths we're having and the amount that they're projecting. Like when I tell y'all, I've been knew this country wasn't shit and didn't give a fuck about it. But people told me I was hateful. <laughs> nope. I've been seeing it. No. I synced it you when it I went to with Europe. Your own I synced it <laughs> when I saw how their healthcare system worked. And I said, you know what? America on some fuck shit. America has gaslit us. Man, babe. This is the biggest gaslighting project ever. Come on, man. Because it has convinced people that we have paid into a system that will look out for us in the event of a, 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 a crisis or. Or, well, here's the thing. Bring the motherfucking alarm. The crisis is now. This is this, this is, is not a drill. It's not a test. This is not a test. Right, nigga? Help this, me. Okay. okay. In the words of Kevin Hart. In the Hart. words of Kevin Hart. Nigga, help me, nigga. This help. is not a test. This is it right here. And we are satisfied with that. We aren't revolting. We're not refusing to accept the $600. We're not protesting. We're like, well, when are we going to get it? Yep. That's how desperate we are right yep. now. And, and you know, that just lets them know they can lower it even more. So the next major crisis that happened. What it lets them know is that we're, the American people are willing to accept yep. anything that they're willing to give us. Yes. That we're powerless. No, they're powerless, not me. Right. Exactly. Words are spells, baby. <laughs> Ain't um, that it? <laughs> words are spells. Ain't and that I do it? not my cast low vibrational ones on myself. Not me. I am full not of power. Us. Okay. Not us. but yet they're accept they're willing to accept whatever comes their way like you said how are they not listen you can try this shit in a third world country if you want okay them motherfuckers would have ran into the white house listen they throwing rocks at tanks over there they know they got the fucking power they're like i'm gonna take this rock and throw it at this 10 hundred pound ton tank yeah and they gonna feel my wrath they gonna know how angry i am or in europe you could try this if you want you were revolted over uber Oh, Europe revolted over fucking Uber. You know why they revolted over Uber? Because Uber was taking money away from the fucking taxi drivers. Damn. And so guess what happened? 
These motherfuckers blocked in the airport. Couldn't nobody get in or out. All the taxis. God damn. Guess what happened? What happened? The government made Uber leave the country. <laughs> God damn. It's power in numbers. But Americans are very fucking scary because in our mind, we're the greatest. We've been told. We don't know this for sure. Over and over again. You're the greatest country. You have the most rights. You have the most luxuries. Everybody wants to be here. Everybody wants to be you because you're American. And, da, 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 da. and we have all these freedoms. And, and we have all these things. Yeah. And these great things. Yeah. And so we're so scared to lose the things that we don't realize when we're being fucked over. That's it. This is an abusive relationship. It's fucking abusive as fuck. This is a That's why I say it's gaslighting. Toxic abuse. America's a narcissist, okay? Ooh. Ooh. America is a narcissist. The lover. ultimate. The ultimate narcissist. Yes. True that. True that shit. I'm, we might move to Canada if they get in two G's a month, goddammit. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to moving from the, this country. I'm I can just, be Canadian. This is the most trash, ghetto, trailer chart, uh, trailer park shit. <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life, and it ain't been a long life. I get it. I'm only 35. But I feel like for us to talk as much shit as we talk about other countries, we should at least have our shit 50% together. Come on. We're not even hitting a we, smooth 30. We're not operating at a full 20%, nigga. We are the ghetto. <laughs> we we, every other country is looking at us like, man, y'all, we don't man, y'all come, fucked up. We don't want to come here. <laughs> like, we got more than most. And look, Finland, was it Finland? That's walking around. No, that's New Zealand. New Zealand walking around COVID free. free. Having festivals and shit. I'm looking at them like the kid who and the daddy didn't come home for Christmas. <laughs> looking out the window at all the other fucking kids with their daddy. I'm looking out the window like wish it was me. Okay. They over there having carnivals and concerts and, and, and shit. Ball and Not shit. one case. And we can't get it together. And it has 100% to do with our government and how... And then the thing is... We don't know when we're fucking ourselves. Like, you think about the people who want to revolt against the mask. Anti-mask. stupid fucking bitch. Right. Say it again. I love it when you say it like that. God damn. It just pisses me off. You said, you stupid fucking bitch. I think you said every letter and every... I wanted them to feel that because it's like, I don't get the revolt against something that can help save other people. Yeah. It's no logic. All right. These are our liberties. I should not have to wear a mask. If I shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You know they should tell you know exactly. I feel like when they start that, you know, this is my liberty and my right and all the other bullshit, they should put them in the hospital with known COVID patients. Well, if you can walk through this motherfucking hospital come without on. a mask, go through the hospital. Come on. Walk without a mask and come out and we'll see how you feel in, in a day. Absolutely. Since COVID is it's not since real. Since it's not real. Let's let's test you, bitch. Yeah. Let's test you. Let's, let's test your face. Let's find out how anti you really are. You remember in the campaign when he had to use the snakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the movie The Campaign with Will Ferrell and old boy from uh uh Hangover. Yeah. Yeah. And he it was a scene where he was in the church and he was like, These snakes love me. They won't bite me. They won't bite me. That's like bit the out of here whole arm swole up i feel like the anti-maskers if they really feel that way they should have to volunteer in the hospital without wearing a mask so that the people who are in there dying should have human contact absolutely they should be the fucking guinea pigs on the front fucking line go in there hold them people hands as they dying without a mask on come on anti-masker since you feel so strongly about that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's test it. Let's go. Let's do it. This is a theory. Let's put it in action, nigga. Mm-hmm. Let's see how real oh, it okay. is. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we we'll go. go off on a rant in a heartbeat. Oh, child. You know what? 
We're almost done. We have less than 10 minutes. It is what it is. Um, so real quick, <laughs> um, y'all first lady is upset and apparently so is her baby daddy. Both um, of them. Oh, oh God. <laughs> they're upset because in four years she has not been made a cover girl. <laughs> This is the shit he's thinking about while there's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. My wife ain't been on the cover magazine. Meanwhile, Michelle was on 12 of them. Mm-hmm. And he then proceeds to call the news fake news as usual because they didn't put Melania stiff faced ass right. on the cover of anything. Oh, trash ass stripper? Nothing against the strippers. You know, I support sex. I tried, I, I, it's not the fact that she was a stripper, it's the fact that she was a hoe ass <laughs> stripper. Um, you was a whole hoe. <laughs> you ain't got a degree, you barely got your citizenship. But you the first lady of the United... Bitch, you don't even speak English well. You don't... Of the United States of America. Um, and you think that just because you're the first lady of the United States of America, by default, no less, that you deserve to be on the cover? We don't want to see you. We don't like you. Here's the thing. Melania don't want to see Melania. <laughs> okay. Can you go into that a little? Can you elaborate? Melania does not want to see herself as the first lady. Melania had a plan. Okay. okay? I'm not going to knock Melania. Break it down. I'm not going to knock Break Melania. it down for him, babe. Melania saw Trump as a bag. An and she And she had to secure it. That's it. So she secured the bag and never in this line of fucking mm-hmm. did he discuss wanting to be president. Mm-hmm. And then one day, this nigga gets an ego boost and decides he want to be president. And Melania was like, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just here to suck dick hold, and collect a check. Hold the fuck Wait on. a second. Okay. I did not sign. I'm fucking the doorman, too. Wait a minute. You going to blow my cover? I got your security guard on call and shit? Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. And so, you could see her disdain for being first lady. That so deep. It's so deep. Yeah. She does not want to be first lady. At she all. has... She wanted her money. She wanted her citizenship. She wanted her parents to get citizenship. That's it. That's all she fucking cared about. That's it. I'm pretty sure had he not been president, this bitch would have divorced him probably in the last four years. Absolutely. She was there for a check. And here's the thing. That divorce is going to happen soon as he out of office. Man. Melania is on the first thing smoking, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Melania wants nothing to do with Donald. I used to feel bad for her. I did too. We was all like, bitch, blink twice if you need help. All of us was on that shit. Like, bitch, we know you don't want to be there. We can get you out. Send us a cold word. Pineapples. She's something. a human trafficking victim. They deserve each other. They do. She hates Beyonce and Michelle Obama. Evidently. Bitch, you, you hate our first ladies, okay? You hate Michelle Obama, bitch? And bitch. then she told the kids, fuck them kids. When she did it, bitch, fuck she you. Said, fuck that's why you. That's why you got COVID. That's why you ended up with COVID, okay? Because your nasty, dickless husband... Had COVID. And let me tell you something about my president, Barack Obama. And let me tell you, this shit will stay with me forever. When Barack was campaigning for Joe, right? Mm -hmm. And he made that speech. He said he can't protect, Trump can't protect himself from COVID. How is he going to protect this country from getting COVID? From it spreading? I was like, motherfucker, Barry, did you really say that shit out loud? He did. He didn't have a town. He didn't have his little flag pin on none of that shit. He was just raw, real, and relevant with the shit. Mm-hmm. That's why your husband got COVID and gave the shit to you, bitch. Okay, tell about fuck them kids. Fuck you, ho. That's what burned her bridge me. But she, but you can look at her and see she's she's suffering from chronic depression. Okay. <laughs> Is she sad? She looks sad. Is a bitch You sad. know those depression commercials? They're like, do you find yourself having a smile on the outside? <laughs> Even though you're sad on the inside. 
<laughs> but here's the thing. Melania can't even smile on us. She can't. She can't. She just looks like this. She can't. <laughs> stay on face. Whole face stay on. You, you ain't shit for saying she that. She looks like that emoji that just got the straight line on yeah. it. <laughs> Stupid. You ain't shit. I just made the face for Kelly. Okay, and it was horrible. It was horrible. Okay. That's Melania. Stop doing it. That means she looks like, her face looks like a mask. Stop it. That's her face. Her face is like paper mache. Her face is like paper mache. She wants to get back to her security guard. She wants to get back to her whole way. She wants a hot girl summer. Okay? (laughs) Melania wants a hot girl summer. She wants to do the crybaby challenge. This is who I'm married to for real. (laughs) She be trying to be all sweet and shit. This is who she really is, y'all. I'm going to tell y'all right fucking now. Okay? She's ready for hot girl summer. Melania oh. wants to do the crybaby challenge where it's her flat cakes. Ooh, she... Okay? So if y'all see her up on the uh, snap, what's that shit called? TikTok. <laughs> Doing the crybaby challenge. Just support her. She Listen, mama got to have a life too. Okay. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Man, that's so fucking sad. I can imagine marrying somebody just for money and being that miserable. She is so fucking unhappy. She's so unhappy. But you know what? She deserves it because she's just as trash as he is. She is. I hate to say it, but she, she des- is. And like, the only one I really feel sorry for is that boy, Baron. I don't feel sorry for that little mother. I don't feel sorry for white boys. You don't? I feel naturally they're natural terrorists. And so it's really hard for me oh, to- Wait a minute, babe. Wait. <laughs> Hold on, boo. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm trying to have sympathy for the child in the marriage. Now that he's a is victim, he a child? he's a victim. Is he of his parents? But is he? I'm just saying, like he can't like. Div- I heard he's a piece of shit. He can't divorce his parents. I heard he's trash to like the airline people. Like he threw a tantrum on the jet and like threw something at the stewardess and shit. <gasps> yeah, like they say he's like a piece of shit. No, that nigga's like 15. That's when they start killing people. So. Oh wow. You know, he's rich and he's Donald Trump's son. God, so sorry, Baron. And I look at his other children. I'm like, mm, his other sons ain't shit. Pretty sure Baron is falling in line. Let's just take the whole line out. That's what I say. Uproot the whole tree. Just <laughs> pour acid in the roots. Make sure they don't ever grow back. <laughs> Uproot the Meanwhile, whole tree. fucking Mike Pence. I barely remember that nigga's first name. Pence has been MIA. Pence is like. I'm not fucking with y'all no more. <laughs> That Indiana Friends, kicked in. How many of us have them? <laughs> that Indiana, that Midwest kicked in. He was like, you know what? Fuck all y'all. Okay, I'm going back to my farm. Okay, play with my chickens and shit. All right, fuck my little Asian boyfriend. I'm not doing this shit with y'all no fucking more. You didn't have to throw me under the bus, you bastard. <laughs> Yo, Trump's Twitter timeline is the most ghetto, hooray shit I've ever read. How you He's gonna so turn bitter. on your VP? He's so bitter. How you gonna turn on your fucking VP? Pence ain't had a nasty thing to say about this motherfucker the whole time. He actually did ride with him and try to keep it. He was actually the more civil one. That's what I'm saying. He's been very, because he's been so ignorant. He's like, well, I guess I gotta be the nice motherfucker. Okay. Shit. So I really don't have nothing bad to say about Pence. As much as his history is tra- trash, mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything in his presidency or vice presidency to make me say, oh, he's a piece of shit. He's actually been the most dignified one, Republican or not. And Trump is still trashing his boy. This motherfucker don't have no morals. And that's why he ain't got no support. And he ain't got no friends. His only way to have friends is to buy him. That's why he's pardoning all these people. He's just a horrible human. He's, he's horrible. He's horrible. 
Well, you guys, this wraps up this week's episode. My pleurisy says so, so that's it. That means she can't breathe, you guys. So, with that being said, we really appreciate you listening. Thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. You're awesome. And uh, we don't know when we're going to record again. We be looking at each other like, babe, you want to record? Yeah, let's record. Nope. We end up not fucking doing it. We forget. Totally. And so we don't know when the next time we're going to record. The more, the more you give us feedback, the more likely we are to record. Hey, set your alerts. Set your alerts. Text us. Not text us. Ooh. Email us. And uh, it keeps us it on, on top Instagram of that. Instagram and Facebook too, yo. All right. That's it for tonight. Right, we love you guys. Bye.